Welcome to the exciting rebirth of Superstar featuring choose your membership rate as low as just $3 a month. At Superstar, you get expanded exclusive video scopes each and every week, unlimited access to special horoscopes, class passes for Synchronicity University, consultations with me, and so much more. All of this in the Superstar space. I look forward to meeting you there. Hello, fabulous friends, fans, and superstars. Welcome to your horoscope for the week of October 30th, 2022. I am your astrologer, Nadia Shaw. Thank you for being here. It is a remarkable astrological week, without a doubt. Big moves happening in the sky now. It is a week that a lot of us have been looking forward to. I know myself, I've been talking about this coming week and what's happening now. For at least a year because it is now and as you begin the week that it is very likely that many of us are going to feel that one of the more important moments of 2022 is taking place for us. As part of our individual journey, certainly we may see some of that collectively as well. And a lot of this comes down to the fact that at the beginning of the week on Sunday and just in time for Halloween, what happens? Mars officially goes retrograde. So this is a very big deal. Mars goes retrograde about every year and a half, um, usually in different signs. And so here we are. We have Mars spending an unusually long time, about seven months, in a sign, Gemini, that has to do with communication, but it's also an energy of seeing things from different perspectives and perhaps even communicating things from different perspectives, but not necessarily having a central or more balanced point as part of it. It's about trying many things and being spontaneous. However, how that spontaneity could be received, well, that too is up for interpretation. The fact that we have this free flowing and floating uh, conversation that's happening between Mars and Neptune, it magnifies some of the confusion at this time. Whether this is communication around what it is that we are perceiving or understanding or communicating or even technologies and how it is that we're using them. The great thing about retrogrades is that they invite us to become more reflective and to be more honest with ourselves where it comes to how we are using that energy. And in this case, we have a couple of things here. As I said, it's Gemini. How are we speaking? How are we speaking to ourselves and to each other? How are we understanding? For me, Mars retrograde is always about, in one way or another, engaging the serenity affirmation. And so the serenity affirmation says, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. All three points are positions of power. They are about understanding how to behave in ways that are strategic as well. And while Mars is often conceptualized as a planet that speaks to moving forward and having responses and reactions, it is ultimately the retrograde that invites us to go deeper, to be more strategic with how it is that we are using that power and where it is that we are employing strategy towards our own self-knowledge to ensure that we are behaving with integrity while acting from that place, well, that really is the best use of any 
Mars transit. And right about now, this Mars retrograde season says, make sure you are speaking from a place of self-knowledge. That really is key. And that could be quite elusive for a lot of people as well. And that's okay. This is part of the learning curve that a lot of us are in. I would also add mythologically, you know, one of the things I found quite fascinating about looking at Mars, um, and I have been in one way or another over the years. And in fact, one of my books, Prayers to the Sky, it explores the myth and prayers around Mars as well. Well, Mars, of course, was conceptualized as the god Ares in ancient Greece. And there are all kinds of stories where it comes to Ares. Lots are centered around how impulsive he was, and especially in his youth, how through his impulsiveness and lack of self-knowledge, lack of strategy, lack of perspective, hurt others, sometimes with great consequence. I'm thinking specifically about Chiron and how it is that in some stories they say it's Ares. Some regions said it was Hercules, but... If we look at it from the perspective of Aries, it is this energy behaving impulsively, childishly even, with a random arrow, ends up hurting someone that he actually loves, a mentor to him, a teacher to him. And that pain remains until the blessing of and the relief of immortality that Chiron was granted. And so in these stories, we can start to see how Aries had to grow up. Mars ultimately had to cultivate self-knowledge in and of itself in order to use its power and energy most effectively. Now, I remember many years ago uh, traveling to ancient Greece or the archaeological zones of Greece, I should say, and I've been there a couple of times now. Um, if I can find a picture or something, I'll put it up because this is a lot of years ago. And I remember going to a few different sites that ended up being very meaningful to me. And what I found so fascinating is that many uh, areas that would have a gymnasium, for example, or training for athletes, they also had an altar to Aries as well. And there was this understanding, even to the ancients, that this is energy that we can engage consciously, that we can direct energy that is within us that can help us to move towards the outcomes we desire. It is energy that can be felt, that is profoundly physical, that reminds us that we are alive, that we have energy and vitality coursing through us. And this is part of what ultimately we can direct to our advantage and to our strength, our personal strength, um, physical certainly, but our own psychological strength as well. Now, of course, the ancient Greeks didn't use the word psychological. That is our assessment that we made. I mean, it is psychology as a area of study that really isn't that old. It's uh, just about 100 years old, even though there were earlier forms of perhaps philosophy and philosophical exploration. But what we can see, if we look at the Homeric hymns, in the Homeric hymns, there is a prayer to Mars. And as part of this prayer, you can actually see how it is that people are evoking Mars, how it is that they are requesting and asking for, among other things, emotional control and wise action. 
when it is Mars and Gemini, like we have right now, that wise action is very rooted in what we are saying to ourselves, to each other, how it is that we're using that communication. Is it ultimately to have some sort of a power play or power over others? Or is it going to be more significant to us as part of our life's journey? Well, look, a lot of that depends on the consciousness that you bring to the sky. But what I can say is right now, a lot of us very likely are going to be invited to look at where it is that we are directing our energy wisely, evoking Mars for emotional control and where it is perhaps that we haven't been or we haven't been doing it enough. That encouragement to actually cultivate self-knowledge is how it is that we tap into the power of understanding what we control, what we don't, what we have power over and what we don't. And when we're able to identify that, on the one hand, we're truly able to have powerful outcomes of transformation. Remember, Mars is also ancient ruling planet of Scorpio, an energy I spoke of last week, and I spoke of how regenerative this energy is, of self-honesty, of defining power on your own terms and understanding what power is going to mean for you. Well, what is the power of words and thought and influence? What is the power of presence and how are you going to use that? There's cultural examples right now, certainly, around the power of communication and the consequences of that. And we're seeing this in quite a few different spaces and different realms. I find it so fascinating that, on the one hand, we've got this free-floating square of Neptune and Mars. Now, that free-floating square is just confusion, as I said, mixed messages. Um, and of course, this is right as Mars stations that Elon Musk uh, acquires Twitter. And Twitter is a space where uh, there has been that sense of people, perhaps, or maybe it's an accusation, but people perhaps cultivating an energy of Mars in Gemini um, without the self-knowledge necessarily, acting from that place, that jolt that you get by saying something um, and that very fleeting glimpse of power that ultimately is just an illusion because it's not rooted in self-knowledge. It's not rooted in the intention to be a force of love for yourself, certainly, but for others as well. I was thinking about how, you know, when somebody is interacting with others online and maybe not being very loving, sometimes people can be not very nice. And I was thinking about how the person who's actually writing that, how they're accessing that energy and they're sitting in it and they're allowing it to come forward, the harm it does to you to actively look for um, those things that allow you to feel this very brief glimpse of power, the way in which words can be used to manipulate or to see things in a way that is designed to cultivate aggression, what that does to your own soul and your own spirit, what that does to your own journey as part of you evolving and moving towards an understanding of your life and yourself as the embodiment of love, some of us are more conscious than others, and some of us find it very difficult to even have that acknowledgement. Love and wisdom doesn't even come into play, and that's okay. Everybody is where they need to be as part of their journey. 
but when it is that we actively engage this energy and we use our connection to the cosmos, to the sky, that we're then able to have a depth of understanding as to how it is that we want to direct ourselves. Emotional control that the ancients prayed to Mars for also means self-knowledge. It means awareness of that very energy that perhaps needs to be harnessed or honed in some way. There's an understanding that as human beings, we are better when we don't necessarily just react for the adrenaline rush that it might give us in a moment, but rather we choose our actions, our words with greater intention. Then we truly can be that much more effective and move towards a more authentic understanding of power. So I think that we are seeing examples of that fine line and us trying to figure out what feels right, what we allow, uh, who's saying what, what consequences are going to be. And of course, right now, there is a major cultural figure, without a doubt, uh, is Kanye West, who is coming to understand and sort of exemplifying, embodying for us how words have power and influence and how to use words with responsibility and awareness. Now, I'm not saying that to say anything one way or the other. Um, my hope is that this can be what's called a teachable moment for a lot of us, in a sense. But another is, I mean, if there's any doubt, I just think, is it so hard to just see people as individuals? Is it so hard to see yourself and other people? That is my overall feeling as a general principle and not commenting at all on this specific situation. Uh, for some people it is. For some people it is a challenge to come out of their own pain enough to be able to recognize how everyone ultimately is brethren. Everyone is your sibling. Everyone is in some way a twin to you. That is the higher understanding of the energy of Gemini. And once we cultivate that, we have that, it doesn't mean that once cultivated, it's always with us. But what it does mean is we get opportunities in life again and again. Some people do it on a big stage in front of the whole world. Some others do it in front of their own sphere of influence, their personal world. And for others still, it is even more personal or more anonymous. But I do think one of our lessons as we move through this life and this incarnation is to understand that so much of the ways in which we classify people and put people into groups or judge people is ultimately so superficial and not really ultimately honoring of ourselves. If we ourselves are individuals with our own thoughts and integrity and intentions, our own journey towards the embodiment of greater love. If we want to have an understanding of ourselves as special, then we also are on a journey of understanding that all of us are special. And so in a way, yes, you're special, everyone is, and therefore no one is, and yet everyone still is special in their own way. Remember, we are in a period between eclipses at this time, and the veils between the worlds are especially thin. Uh, it is easier, with some thought and intention, to recognize what spiritual lessons could be playing out for us 
in our lives as we navigate this time. We are ultimately building towards a massive breakthrough that is coming next week. And I think that is really going to be this breakthrough forward momentum energy that also within it has healthy closures as well. And I think this may ultimately take a lot of people by surprise. And so as part of this energy that is coming up next week, it is the lunar eclipse conjunct Uranus. I did speak about that at length for each sign in the monthly horoscope. So be on the lookout for that. And yes, I'm back doing monthly horoscopes and I'm just so happy and grateful and excited to tell you about the month ahead. So uh, be on the lookout in the next day or so to see those videos here on this channel. It is that eclipse that we are moving towards that is going to begin a little bit of foreshadowing now. And that foreshadowing comes at the end of this week. And that is Venus ruling planet of the sign of Taurus, where the lunar eclipse takes place, standing across the sky from Uranus. And this aspect is exact at the end of the week. And so we can see here, we start the week with this stationary Mars. A lot of us are feeling a whole lot of energy, impatience, but also the prompt towards self-knowledge. And a lot of us are having to learn about where it is that in how we use our mind, how we use our words, how we communicate and what we choose to communicate. We are wasting our energy where it is that we've settled for an adrenaline rush of feeling as if we have a, a fleeting split second of power over another based on something witty that we might say, but we ultimately are hurting ourselves most and being part of that draining of our life force, that draining of energy. That self-knowledge ultimately is there to help us to make a different choice, to be able to acknowledge that apart from the adrenaline rush, there is a more powerful and a way to live that can have you feeling truly authentically engaged with life so that you don't need that adrenaline rush and that jolt but rather to live from a place of integrity and truth. It is a feeling of aliveness because you know that there's nothing to fear. You know that you can engage life on life's terms and whatever happens, you'll be okay. And whatever happens, whatever anyone else chooses to do, ultimately you have no power over that. Whatever anyone else chooses to say or express, you have no power over that. But what you do have is power over yourself and how you are going to direct your energy. And knowing that you are doing so wisely, well, that is an engagement with life that is so much richer and allows us to be truly alive in new ways. Once we make that choice, it is really new ways than what we might have known before. And so we get to the end of the week. Venus stands across the sky from Uranus. Venus is in the sign of Scorpio. And so here we see these breakthrough energies, breakthrough moments, shocks, surprises, I have to say. And so we can see how in many ways the universe really wants us to focus in on uh, that Mars stationary retrograde. Because there are no really big major aspects throughout the week until we get to the end of the week. And then next week it is a very active sky and I will be here to talk about it every step of the way. But it is quite fascinating to me that 
as we navigate later into this week. Um, we have this sense of getting honest with ourselves, perhaps in a split second, through an interaction with another person, most likely, this is an opposition after all, and oppositions tend to play themselves out in one-on-one -on -one alliances. The energy of Scorpio is connecting with a profound core truth. But with Uranus, that truth comes out in an instant. It is exposed, it is laid bare. And once you know the truth, it's like you can't go back. Once self-knowledge has set in, it becomes very difficult to deny. And it becomes very difficult to avoid how it is that the truth necessarily means that change has already occurred. Even if it feels like our lives aren't different immediately in an instant, I don't think we're going to have to wait too long. It is Venus that represents what we love, how we love, including love for ourselves. It represents what is joy to us, what is pleasure to us. It represents our understanding of what is prosperity and how we engage it, how we cultivate it. And of course, Venus is goddess of love. So when I talk about love, I mean romantic love as well. And so, yeah, chances are there's going to be a surprise a minute as we get to the end of the week. But it really is, in a way, just setting the stage for next week's lunar eclipse. As we get to the end of the week and each of us is defining or redefining what love is to us, what self-love is to us. Having these surprise interactions and moments that have us questioning an understanding of how we've defined prosperity and where it is certain pathways have asked too much of us. What's worth doing for money? What's worth spending your money on? And perhaps what no longer is. This is part of these moments of truth. But the great thing is, is that this energy is, again, honest. And if it's honest and we allow ourselves to accept it, we make it so much easier on ourselves. But honesty necessarily within it holds integrity. It's up to us to set that intention and to trust the universe, to know that whatever it is that needs to come forward will ultimately be for our highest good, for greater love, greater wisdom, including the embodiment of love that we can be in this lifetime. We are in a period between eclipses, which means that it truly is a time that can feel so karmic. It can feel blessed in its own way, and it can feel exciting. But part of that excitement is knowing that nothing is stationary, including the planets. Ultimately, those moments where we get a little bit too stagnant, the breakthroughs can feel that much more dramatic. And yet the end result is the same. How it is that truth frees us and frees our energy to love more fully, more adamantly, and with a greater sense of knowing that however it is that whatever needs to happen does, we will be okay. It allows us to bond that much more with people. Knowing that whatever might happen, not only will you recover, but you'll be better for it. What I love about this week for us, there's so much here. It is a powerful astrological moment. I love how the energy now is one of inspiration and momentum. But a lot of that momentum is moving us inward. 
Mars stationary retrograde at the start of the week and just in time for Halloween. I was really debating whether or not to wear my Halloween costume here. You can see it on Instagram. <laughs> um, there's this sense with Mars stationary right now that passions are running high. What words mean, what certain gestures expressed, uh, what the intention was and where it is perhaps that we ended up through the ways in which we directed our mind, directed our focus, we end up wasting a whole lot of energy. Well, this is where we start to get more honest about that as part of our own personal journey. We're learning something about seeing ourselves in each other. Ultimately, there's so much in this world that can be so superficial, but that's only if you get caught up in the superficial. Everything also holds spirit and everyone holds some essence of spirit that is the same spirit moving through you as well. Everyone can be a reflection of yourself. If you choose to engage each other, we choose to engage ourselves with the intention of greater love and greater wisdom. And that is effort that is never wasted. And that is energy that only magnifies itself and allows us to live that much more authentically and fully in this lifetime. Well, thank you so much for watching. What do you love about this week? Let me know in the comments below. I love reading you guys. And to prove it to you, here are some of my most recent favorite comments. Thank you to everybody who likes, who comments, who subscribes, who shares, who thumbs up. All of it means so much. I'm truly so grateful for it. And of course, if you want to know how all this wonderful stuff this week speaks to you in your sign, well, log on to NadiaShawSuperstars.com where you get expanded, exclusive video scopes each and every week for each and every sign for as low as just $3 a month with Choose Your Membership Rate. Now, higher tiers get you things like all access passes to Synchronicity University events, consultations with me, and so much more. All of this in the superstar space at NadiaShawSuperstars.com. Link is in the description below. Synchronicity University has just a couple of days left really to choose your tuition rate as low as just $5 a class as part of some incredible programs that we have starting very soon, this November, which means that as we start this week, you literally have about 48 hours or so. It is on Halloween that Choose Your Tuition Rate comes to an end. And these are programs that truly are not to be missed. I want to start with my incredible friend, Yuridia Robles. Now, Yuridia and I co-wrote a book together on Mayan astrology. She is a world expert in that regard. And through our discussions back and forth, we came together with this book. And thank you to everybody out there who has supported it and given it love. And you know that she is brilliant. You've seen her on this channel before many times over. And so now here we are. It is Yuridia who has taught on the part of fortune truly around the world. And it is now that she's bringing the best of what she's learned to Synchronicity University. This is a five-part course on the part of fortune. And you are going to come to understand what fortune is, how to identify what fortune is to the person represented in a given chart, how to tap into that part of fortune, the part of fortune in relation to the part of spirit, and so much more over the course of five weeks, five classes. 
And so right now, as you begin the week, you literally have just a day or two left to choose your tuition rate as low as just $5 a class, an unheard of rate, especially for this topic. And it isn't very often that you get to really dive in very deeply to understand the part of fortune as this class is going to encourage you to do. And so I hope that you will join us. You can learn more and sign up now at synchronicityuniversity.com. Link is in the description below. Synchronicity University presents a truly special November speaker series. And right now, for a very limited time, just a couple days left to choose your tuition rate, as low as just $5 a class, look at these incredible speakers. You've gotten to know them over the last couple of weeks here on my YouTube channel, and you've gotten to see their brilliance. And a lot of what you're going to learn, you'll be able to apply it right away to help you to become a better astrologer or to just see your chart differently with greater depth and understanding. And so some of the incredible speakers we're going to have, I'm going to start with Sabrina Monarch. I loved talking to her about the asteroids, Eros and Psyche in the astrology chart. It really has added this whole other layer of understanding to my interpretations, to my understanding of self, yes, but also of the other charts that I might look at of other people in my life and clients as well. And so I think that this is a class not to be missed. It'll truly help you to tap into an understanding of these asteroids and to maximize their potential and to recognize how these archetypes might be playing out for you in your life. We have my friend Alejo Lopez. Now, Alejo is so freaking brilliant, if I might say. Um, I love talking to him. He's so poetic and imaginative, but he is going to be teaching on hard aspects and sort of identifying how they represent diamonds, the opportunity to forge diamonds in the chart. So we had this wonderful discussion about understanding squares and oppositions, but also looking at this whole process of tapping into hard aspects uh, in one hand, uh, very philosophically, but also there's lots of practical stuff in that interview as well. So I hope that you'll check that out. Akila Moon is back at Synchronicity University. And this is another side of love where she's going to be looking at Mars and Venus through the signs and houses. So this is something really practical that you can start to apply to your chart right away to understand love, lust, and desire and what that means for you. Adama Sese is presenting a definitive workshop on Black Moon Lilith. Uh, really, Adama knows so much about Black Moon Lilith. Her astrology is called Lilith Astrology, and that's what the name of her channel as well. And she really brings this love and depth and nuance to an understanding of Black Moon Lilith in your chart. And so she's going to help you to understand that, to understand the sign and house placement differently in some way as well. So there's going to be a lot of information jam-packed into this class as you go along, and you'll be able to tap into that wisdom for a long time to come. And finally, my friend Tatiana Velashova. I love Tatiana so much. She is a dancer, and you can really see it in how she expresses and brings so much poetry to an understanding of planets on the ascendant. She calls it planets dancing on the ascendant. And she's really going to help you to learn about the different planets. Yes, the video that's posted here on my YouTube channel goes through the traditional planets, but we'll also be looking or she'll be looking at outer planets, a couple of asteroids as well. She'll help you to understand the difference between having a planet 
technically in the first, technically in the 12th, and so much more. And so this is really a class that I think is going to bring with it a greater sense of knowledge and understanding as to any planets that you might have near your ascendant. And so right now, there's just a couple days left to choose your tuition rate. As always, just $5 a class, an unheard of rate for this caliber of not only astrologer, but also the lessons, what you're actually going to learn. It's all so exciting. So I hope that you will join us. You can learn more and sign up now at synchronicityuniversity.com. Links are in the description below. Synchronicity University presents the one and only YouTube sensation, Stormy Grace. Stormy is back at Synchronicity University teaching astrology meets business part two, a class that so many students asked for. And now here we are. You've got just a couple days left to choose your tuition rate. As always, just $5 a class, which truly is very special and a beautiful energy to engage at this time as we are starting to, can you believe it, wrap up a year? We're not quite there yet, but yeah, this class is taking place over November. It's the perfect time to be thinking about what prosperity means to you, what success means to you, and uniquely to you at that, but also really practical strategies rooted in astrological knowledge to support your success as you uniquely define it. So Stormy and I always love talking. We had a wonderful interview uh, where she talked about prosperity and all the different things that you might be able to tap into. One of the very practical things she taught us was identifying what's happening with the Taurus Scorpio axis in your chart. So if you want to learn about that specific technique, you can watch the interview on my YouTube channel that I did with her recently. If you took part one, that's amazing because you'll be able to build on that. If you didn't get a chance to get part one, well, Stormy has been very generous in allowing us to present part one for $5 a class for just a couple more days as well. So you can actually get these two classes as a pack. You can watch the first five classes to get caught up and then join us for the second five classes. Or you could take part two as a standalone. You don't necessarily need part one in order to make the most of part two. Either way, this is about your success from an amazing astrologer who also has a PhD in business. Stormy really is a very bright light in astrology. We are so fortunate to have her here and coming back to Synchronicity University. I just couldn't be happier. She's just such a lovely person as well. And so, yes, learn more, sign up, uh, check out what it is that this course is going to entail and how it is that can help you to align with success as you uniquely define it at synchronicityuniversity.com. Remember, there's just literally a couple days left to choose your tuition rate as those just $5 a class. Link is in the description below. And thank you. Thank you so much for this moment with you. Thank you for your patience and love and graciousness and enthusiasm. Uh, thank you for welcoming me back with such open arms and trust. It just, all of it means so much to me now. I am wearing a t-shirt from the Daddy Yankee concert here in Costa Rica. I am loving Costa Rica, but I will have to leave in a couple weeks because there are Daddy Yankee concerts in Mexico that I have tickets for as well. And so I'll be going to that and uh, something a little amusing, at least I found it amusing was, I was talking to my mom and she said something like, why are you going to Mexico City? And I said, Mom, because I have to go to this concert of Daddy Yankee and Daddy Yankee's retiring at the end of the year. And I don't know if I told you this. And she said, 
I have been hearing that this person is going to retire every day for the last three months and I have no idea who this is. <laughs> and I thought that was so funny because actually like 10 years ago, I really didn't have any idea who Daddy Yankee was until I took a trip to Mexico and then I heard Daddy Yankee and it just changed my entire life. And so now here we are with me uh, still learning Spanish <laughs> in a way, thanks to Daddy Yankee. Uh, but yes, you can check out videos and stuff from the concert that took place a few days ago here in Costa Rica, but also the shows that are going to be coming up as well. I'm really looking forward to sharing all of that with you and so much more. Thank you again for watching. It'll be a great week. Enjoy.